everybody, we're Ramones of the Day, and this business is killing me. One, two, three, four! Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we are discussing... This Business is Killing Me, off of 1981's Pleasant Dreams, which is Ramon's sixth studio album. Uh, they're with Sire Records, and Graham Goldman mm-hmm. is producing. Double G. Double G. Uh, Joey Ramon of Ramon's is writing on this song, Solo Styles. Mm-hmm. And Philip Mottis yeah. gives this song a category of fighting slash touring. Yes, I did. Fighting slash touring. Yeah, it's a hybrid because... It's interesting. I mean, it seems like it's about the music business is what it's we're talking definitely about, definitely about right? the business. The business. <laughs> so he, they're giving him the business. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so yeah, by a way of trying to like mangle it, mangle this square peg into a round hole, um, it seems like there's an element of touring. It's running him ragged. He's giving him the runaround. Totally. Um, and he's putting up a fight. Yeah, and they are trying to kill him, I guess, yeah. in a way, through pushing that through. So they put Literally, a little fight in there. This yeah. business is killing me. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Literally. Great. Literally. Well, I would love to hear some factual stats on how many times this song got played live. I'm willing to guess it was a total of 100 times. Well, you're you're right that I do have a number, but you're totally wrong about that number. Nice. Um, I found 26 confirmed times. Okay. Um, according to setlist.fm, uh, adjusted for inflation, that gives us about 68. Okay. Which, I don't know. Your first guess was 100. Does that seem... So they, played about, they played it about 50 times. Yeah. I think that seems fine. That's a tour yeah. amount, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still, it seems... I could probably think of other songs that I might have put in there, but sure. Yeah. I mean, let's let's try it. I mean... They I, did not play it a lot after the tour. Let's yeah, just put it that way. It doesn't seem like a song that they would play after they're done with this album. No. <laughs> they're probably like, okay, I think we said that enough times. Um, that I have, this business is yeah, killing me. Speaking of said enough times, uh, I have some more insane stats. Nice. Um do you want to guess how many times the phrase "Oh no" is said in this song? Uh, I'm it's not a hundred. Trying but it's less not than to look at the lyrics, which are right in front of me, I will say fifty. No, lower than that. Uh, uh, it is thirty. Okay, uh, it's twenty. I found twenty times. Although, and the word "no," either as part of the phrase "Oh no" or just no, 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 no is twenty-six times. Nice. That's a lot of. Oh, it's a lot of no's. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. So they like they like the repeats, and they like saying no. There's no Ramon song that's just a bunch of yeses. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, de- yes. <laughs> they had a demo called Yeah, Yeah, and they're like, doesn't feel like us. And they're like, nope, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, um, so how's that I just want to read a couple stats? lyrics from this song. Okay. Um. Because we can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick to death. I'm a nervous wreck. This business is killing me. This business is killing me. You know, it's really killing me. Yeah. Well, there's a yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah, but it's countered run by around, a Run around, run around. Love giving you the run around. It really makes you crazy. Run around, run around. Love giving you the run around. 
And then um, there's one down here. Uh, can't please all the people all the time, all the people all the time, but then they don't please me. Hmm. Right? Okay. <laughs> am I right? I mean, they don't please me, so what am I running around for? Run you... around, run around. No, no, no. no Getting no, nowhere. No. <laughs> I'm trying to kill you. Um, so this song is pretty on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. That... We might have discussed in other song situations the deep, complex meanings behind these subtle storytelling, but I think it's pretty clear here right. what's going on. It's funny I don't know how often anyone has ever said this phrase, but this idea from an earlier Ramon song is captured, I feel, or represented better on Mondo Bizarro, uh-huh. which had the job that ate my brain. Uh-huh. Which is kind of about the same thing. It's sure. not specifically the music business. This yeah, feels like yeah. it's about the music business. Yeah. But this still... feels like it's about someone specific, like yeah. my manager or my label or something like that. Yes. You know? But in that angle... Of the later song, I realized the fun of it is the kind of weird sci-fi thing of, like, it sounds like a B-movie about the job that ate my brain. Oh, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay. And I, was, and, it di- and I didn't put it together, even though it was both complaining about work and jobs and stuff. That was like, oh, I can't believe they didn't write one where, like, the record business is literally like stalking them in the night mm. with a knife and a chainsaw. You know, like yeah, this is a band that could have aliens come eat yeah, members so of the business. It's if they funny. Wanted to. It's funny, or it's sadly depressing for their actual state at that point. That they're like, no, I'm just gonna like complain a lot. Yeah, I'm just gonna write this song about how much I hate my job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you have a job that everybody wants. P.S. Ramones. Well, <laughs> and here's another thing. I know we're really like, <laughs> like absolutely no subtext to these words to the lyrics but one of the lyrics is in there is like this business killing me so they say mm-hmm. like so he's getting told the business is killing him okay which is even weirder to complain about it so much but okay, you know but it's like my saying, brother says the business is killing but me but he's saying this business is killing me and so they say hey hey you oh it's work. and so they say is that it keep well, going well i'm uh, well, this is what YouTube is saying. But All right, I mean. well, put it on YouTube. <laughs> um, and so they say, hey, hey, you work, you work, you write all night until the early morning light. Uh, okay, withdrawn. I'm not reading it as no, somebody no, else is telling you. You're me. doing it yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I went for his slurry speech, this business is killing me, so they say. But yeah, he must say and. All right. Yeah, they don't give him a... It's funny, okay. I think he knows that the business is killing him. Yes. I, I think he just knows it in his soul. He knows it so well that he decided to write a couple of songs about it. <laughs> so One is com- called "Literally This Business Is Killing Me." <laughs> this say, this album also has "It's Not My Place in the Nine to Five World." So I mean, there's uh, no alternative. Oh man, these guys are doomed. So <laughs> <laughs> bad news, guys. It's one or the other. Um, no, it. Now I'm on. Now I'm now I'm following this train of thought. Okay. Uh, my earlier complaint. Now I'm going to like, ah, oh, but I'm still right to complain. Um, so he's, compl- so now I'm picturing them in like a hotel. Yeah. They're in a Holiday Inn. Oh, yeah. He's talking to some guy and it's one of those scenes where he's like, oh man, you know, this business is really hard and keep me going all the time. And then the, the guy's like a sycophant type guy. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, you know what? They're totally running you around, man. Yeah, you're right. You know, they're just winding each other up uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. instead of 
anybody giving an alternative, you yeah. know, go and find somebody to have fun with, go and do this, or, you know, it's all killing me until I find you. I can't believe we don't have that angle in here. Oh, sure. Yeah. But it's, instead, it's, it's just a list of, of complaints. Yeah, it's just a list of complaints. And at the end, he's just like, I hate it. I won't <laughs> take it anymore. I mean, you almost feel better. Like, you, you want to feel good for him. Like, good, you're not going to take it anymore. But then... They continue to be in the business for the rest of their lives. So, and I mean, it's not even the end of the album. Yeah, they right. got a couple. I'm not gonna take it no more. But you're gonna have a couple more hits coming coming yeah. at you. Yeah. So it feels a little disingenuous. All right, Philip. Well, do you have any facts about this song that you'd like to share with our listening audience? Um, uh, the only other fact that I found about this was that there are keyboards on it, which <laughs> I thought was notable. Facts. Fact. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's notable. like a dee 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 that sort of classic. Yeah. Rock and roll type. And I believe yeah. the keyboards on this album were provided by a man named Dick Emerson. Nice. Uh, which I could find almost nothing about. Cool. His name is Dick Emerson. Possibly short for Richard. And the Ramones. We're like, you're our dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are our guy. Sometimes yeah. Ramones connections spiral off into other places and they take you across the universe. Yeah. And other times it's like... That's all there was. That was the keyboard guy they hired for that day and never saw him again. I mean, it's more connection than I got, but it's funny that it was like, well, nothing else, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, great. Okay, cool. You nailed it, Mr. Emerson. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, no, that's all the stats and facts I had. Do you have any facts? That's all the facts you had. Well, I don't have a lot of facts on this song, um, but I do have another review roundup. Yeehaw. Get them doggers in there. I'm going to get this review together. <laughs> Move it out. Um, not so much reviews about this song in particular, but reviews about this album that I think helps our conversation about this song. Okay. The album being Pleasant Dreams. Yeah. So um, music critic Robert Christago. I've Christigo. never known how to spell it. I know who you're talking about. I've never known yeah, how to say Yeah, he it. said the album comes off corny. Hmm. And I'm just I'm just saying that because I'm I'm thinking about this song and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about what I think about this song. Do you think this song comes off corny? I'm, this I'm, he's song? referring to the album, but do you sure. think this song comes off corny? Hmm. What? Well, let me ask this by myself some time. What do you mean by corny? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean. Well, then I'll then I'll say what I think, think of it. as think corny. About it. Think about it. We'll we'll save it for the corny. Same. Corny is almost a type of cheesy. Yes. Where. It's either cliche or manipulative to just get you to feel one way. And I'm thinking of like, you know, soap operas and that type of thing, but not even like exciting soap operas. Because sometimes I think the Ramones are trying to be kind of corny. Yes. And that's part of what's slightly charming about them. Mm -hmm. So keep that in your back hat. Um. Okay. Rolling Stones review of Pleasant Dreams is by David... uh, Frick? Yes. He says, the Ramones are determined to keep on having a rock and roll teenage ball, which I loved. Mm. Um, and it's pure punk for party people. Pure funk for party people. Pure, pure punk, punk for, for party, party people. people. See, no, hold on. I want to inter- interrupt. Yeah. We were just an episode ago bagging on Rolling Stone. What but I gotta it? say, But I gotta say, that's pretty good. No, I... And pure punk for party people? That's Pure good. punk for party people is actually a phrase that I think sums up the Ramones in general. Great. And when I read that, I felt like I had read something very true and made me feel very warm in in my insides. So I'll say it again, pure punk for party people. I mean, 
can you come up with a better slogan for a band? I'm, That's amazing. I just now wrote it down and was thinking like they should have made an album. Like yes. is there not an album called Pure Punk for Party? I don't people? know. Somebody get on that. Okay, and then something else reviews uh says that um it's classic Ramones all the way. Heaving with hard-hitting hooks and sing-along harmonies. Wow, hard-hitting hooks. Yeah, these catchy numbers emote angst, frustration, sarcasm with raw honesty. Well, I think we got the frustration here. Yeah. Right, with this song. Yeah, definitely. Um, So just bringing it back to Corny. Yeah. um, (laughs) I I want to move into how we feel about this song. All right. Um, And about corniness in general? Yeah, I I think that's legit. Yeah. But... This song to me is kind of interesting. Hmm. And I think what I what I'm feeling is partly the era, okay? It's 1981. Um I wish I had done a context corner for some other songs around this time. Oh. Cuz I think that helps put it a little bit but again, they've got a keyboard on this song. Yeah. Which is almost really unheard of for the Ramones. I mean, well, it, it happens. Doesn't, it doesn't but happen it's that often. Very rare. Yeah. Right? No, very rare. I don't um, think we have. I don't think we have any numbers on it right now. But I mean, not even twenty five percent of their songs have a keyboard on it. I would. I would guess that that's maybe right. twenty, but definitely not twenty five. No. And not to like, not that it's all through the song, but like it really forefronts. Yeah. At that part. Yeah. There's, yeah. But that's something that's really happening at this time in music, anyway. Definitely. Um. More and more. So. Yeah, how well, how do you feel about this song, Philip? Um, and and to sort of continue it with the corny thing, um, it, I think it's an interesting point you made that, and maybe it is sort of the remove of time that we have that mm-hmm. we can apply a lot of history to the Ramones and we yeah. can do all this sort of stuff. That basically it feels like with their ideal world probably would be kind of corny. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, they if, would think that was fun. I would, they would, I would think. they. They were probably in some way, I don't know if they'd say it, but they were in some way trying to do corny rock songs. At the hop seems like the type of song they would want, Definitely. which is probably and we're a not saying song. that as a no, as no, a put down. No, I mean, I mean, they generally liked redoing 1960s right. bebop, not bebop, like, yeah, like bubblegum songs. Yes, yeah, definitely, sometimes. But it's interesting that to think that, like, in the songs that someone likes or the album that someone likes that they don't look at it as corny and then one that i'm assuming that 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 reviewer did not like he thinks it's corny and it's almost like the elements that they were paying attention to supplanted the other stuff um so it's interesting yeah we can we can take corny back i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's a that's not such a bad thing for them in some cases yeah. it's it's it is the charm like you said um for this song, in specifically though, I don't think it's necessarily corny, as it's sort of boring. Okay. It's kind of got a lot of stuff all happening at you. Yeah. And none of the ideas really land so solid. Okay. Like I, S- yeah. S- pause on that. Okay. When you say ideas, are you talking about lyrics or are you talking about musical ideas? Uh, all of it actually. Okay. Um, because sonically, for me, it's uh, interesting. Okay. No, I'm not saying it's not interesting. Yeah, yeah. It, but I think it's interesting. But you're you're using of... the word boring on this song, and I want you to get down sure. deeper inside of that. Okay, well, um, I think climb may- into boring. Maybe please. the song is not 
maybe the song is not boring, but I get bored by it. Uh huh. And it's one of those type of things where like there's just a lot of stuff coming at me, and none of it is grabbing me. So now it just becomes a lot of noise. Yeah. As it's opposed just this to, guy complaining. About yeah. His job. It's guy complaining, and now here's some keyboards, and now here's this thunderous part, and there's a there's a huh, 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 singing in the back, and you're like. It's it, there. There's certainly a lot of effort, but I'm not feeling it. Yeah, for it's not this. gelling for you. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I'm. I always forget what we say about this album every time, and I do feel like our songs in alphabetically they come really far apart from each other. Yeah. Yeah, we rarely go back to back. Is this uh, an album? Please remind me. Okay. I'm sure we've talked about this before, and I apologize to our listeners. <laughs> uh, what What is your general feel about this album, Philip? Which I is think, Pleasant Dreams? I think my general feel of this album, and maybe the stats will hash it out differently, is that it is one of the more schizophrenic yeah. of their canon, especially in terms of like songs that you and I have really enjoyed or loved, and songs that we could give two craps about. Yeah. Um, it seems like... I, I'm, I'm on, just looking up again. Yeah, KKK. on one hand, you got the KKK took my baby away, and I mean... She's a sensation. We can't say enough good things about... Right? She's a sensation? Do we like that one? Or is that was... That one, we actually... I believe we did not like. We did so not much. like it. No. So never mind. Never um, mind. She's but, a sensation. But that's, really that's, that's, a, that's a classic example, right? Yeah. Is like, we would probably save this album from the dumpster... Yeah. For the fact that KKK took my baby away is on it, we but that means pretty good. But that means we have to take the other things. Yeah, and and then and another thing to think that that I've kind of come to realize is like this album contains some of Marky's best performances. Uh huh. It's almost like he's the most experienced. He's letting his skill shine through. There's a little more frill than he was probably allowed to do or sure. no, found room to do. Yeah. Uh, there's some songs we're even going to talk about them later that I that I absolutely love, but then there's other ones where it's just like, huh, yeah, I just don't, I don't feel it. So I, that's feeling. what I think. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but I feel like our our sense our our sense of this album has been really highs and lows, highs peaks and, and low valleys. peaks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. High peak, low peak. Well, I, I'm, I'm fine with this song. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I'm okay with it. I don't want to turn it off. It doesn't bore me. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. Do I love it? No. Mm-hmm. Am I putting this on a mixtape for anybody? No. No. <laughs> no. And okay. I mean, I sort of feel for Joey that he wrote, I mean, this song is so low vibes, not to be like la but this song's so low vibes you know and low vibes just, like you're feeling yeah. low yeah just like yeah. i hate my job this is awful and just to play this song all the time i don't know yeah that's hard it seems kind of like a real sad time for joey that he would actually want to play this song over and over again yeah you right? can play any song in the world that you want you're gonna play this song 50 times on the road right why yeah you know it just seems he must yeah. have really been in a bad way and that must have sucked. um so are you so what is your... Okay, so I'm giving this look. just a very, a very middle-of-the-road-like. Okay, I'm going to write it in all lowercase. I, I like that. That, that makes much sense. <laughs> um, I am a leave. Oof! I know. Wow, I didn't see that coming. I think part of it, too, is 
You it really feels... don't like those keyboards. No, no, it's not that. Uh, <laughs> you don't like that guy who played the keyboard. That's oh. it. I really, uh, Emerson. Um, I always swore vengeance against Dick Emerson. No, it's more, I, I, you know when you feel it yeah, sometimes. Totally. And this song feels longer than it is. And I, I'll give it, you know, I'm, I'm going to compare it to the song we discussed before this song, uh-huh. uh, which was... The Saint Havana? The Saint Havana, thank you. Um, that maybe if it had been a little bit more removed and given to me in a bit more of a story mm-hmm. or a bit more of a poem, how they tend to do a lot, a lot yeah. of the times they write, I could have connected to it more. Yeah. But like you said, like it just seems like a laundry list of complaints yes. against their agent. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm your fan paying money for your music. I don't really care. Yeah. And it's hard and it's weird because in a way, I think we would care. There are some songs that we've both been like, oh man, this is like a cry for help. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This is actually effective. And it's almost just the fact of like, look, we all got problems. <laughs> yeah, man, seriously. I, I, and now now we're throwing this Ain't Havana lyrics at it. It's like, look, there were troubles and I had them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't say you can't work them out. Do you like Bubba Bananas? I mean. <laughs> These two songs should get together. They, that's what we're saying is well, they what I love these two crazy kids is that if you pair if you start pairing these songs together they can actually communicate with each other maybe I love that unless you consider that one is very johnny and one's very joey yeah so yeah one guy's this guy's just over here complaining and like and this guy this reagan head over here is but isn't that so true if you're just looking at these two songs mm-hmm. this ain't havana havana i don't know why i'm saying like that's so ridiculous i feel like that's how kind of how joey yeah wants, you know. it does um and this business is killing me so this business is killing me joey's writing it and it is very like woe is me, mm-hmm. it's it's crushing me, they're running me around, I'm so tired. It's just me, literally me. me, 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 cry, cry, cry. And the other song, The Saint Havana, is like, is like Johnny saying like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't like America? Well then, get out! Yeah. You know, and it's just, it is so funny, their attitudes, in my mind, are mm-hmm. so clear that... It comes through in these songs so clear. And this, so here's praise for our show, in a way, uh, right? That it that, a new segment, praise for our praise show. Praise for show. Oh, we're doing everything right. <laughs> Segments and puns and titles for one. No, um. So yeah, I'm. This suddenly got way more interesting for me for just a moment, just for the fact that yeah, you can kind of put there two worldviews together yeah and it's really amazing that they fell together right next to each other on the alphabet they both have this as the first word of the title just mm-hmm. weird that that worked out mm-hmm. i mean it maybe it's not that weird because they're in the band they're the two guys who are in the band the longest yeah but it is also kind of weird because johnny didn't make a whole lot of contributions and, and i'm not saying he did on that one but we still think of the you know of his element on you know, but if we know anything about this band, which we freaking do, <laughs> I know. I think we can make that assumption based on. Yeah, there's at least an influence. Yeah, yeah, there's an influence on that one that is not on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is no For bootstraps sure. pulling up happening on this. No, it is just none. Pity party. Pits, pity party. That's I, what they should have called this. Song. I called my. A, I feel so bad now. A pure that. pity punk party for pity party people. <laughs> um, okay, Philip. So you're gonna leave this guy. Oh, no yeah. problem. Who's your fave? Ooh. You're leaving it. I am leaving it. That's hard. Um, 
my inclination is to give it to Johnny because he's the only one who's going to get these guys' shit together. Um, <laughs> you got to vote for a strong leader. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to Marky <laughs> in our tradition of like... Great. Uh, but I, I honestly do think he is, he is stellar on this album in such a way that it was like, those drum parts deserved better songs. Yeah. Like that. I'm or something. Too. You nice. Me. The double marks. What do we have? What, what segment do we have for when we vote double markies? Well, our listeners can't see it, but balloons are actually dropping from the ceiling all around <laughs> right. us. It's like, uh... <laughs> we just nominated someone for president. Yeah. And all, yeah. Perfect. Nice. Okay. Well, Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us again today. Uh, we are having a lot of fun with you. Um, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Ramones podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Ramones of the day podcast, and please join us next time when we will be discussing time bomb on Ramones of the day. <laughs> <laughs>